0: Welcome to the Ottawa Valley Sport Series podcast, your source for sport in the Ottawa Valley. My name's Noelle and I'm your host. Tune in on Tuesdays every other week as we interview local athletes, teams, coaches, sport organizations, and businesses who are continuing to empower and inspire the next generation of sport in our community. In today's episode, I will be interviewing Scott, the president and head coach of the Renfrew County Kings hockey development located in prior. The Renfrew County Kings hockey development offers high performance programs for both boys and girls, as well as offers hockey themed sport camps. All of these programs are coached by experienced and knowledgeable instructors. The Renfrew County Kings partners with local hockey players of all genders and their families to support skill and tactical development in the sport of hockey. Thanks so much, Scott, for coming on the Ottawa Valley Sports Series podcast to tell me all about the Renfrew County Kings. I'm super excited to hear all about the club, how it all got started, and the success of this past season. So tell me about a bit about the Renfrew County Kings Hockey Development. When did you guys start?
1: Um, th- thanks for having us on, Noel. Um, we're just uh, kind of celebrating our second anniversary here. We started in 2021 in Renfrew. Um, and we uh, we're offering programming for high performance athletes. Um, so the definition in the hockey world for a high performance athlete is basically uh, someone who's competing at the single A or double A level. so the top tiers of um, of their sport. Um, so yeah, since since then um, we've expanded into offering programming for um, local competitive, athletes uh, as well playing in their home community. So we're excited to be expanding. And as you captured in your introduction, i um, very thrilled to be uh, partnering with um, the Ottawa Valley Thunder Competitive Girls Program to begin to offer some skill sessions um, with their athletes.
0: Oh, nice. And when did you guys uh, connect for that? Was that recently or?
1: Uh, fairly recently. um the nice thing about the, the Valley, it's big, but it's small in terms of sport. You know, various sports, people seem to get connected and you certainly help with that. But um, I was able to talk to some of the folks from their executive and over the course of, I guess, probably a year, we were able to get it to the point where, you know, we were able to offer some programming. So that that reflects certainly, you know, their um, their people wanting to promote um just some extra work for, for for their kids around technical and tactical development so we're we're excited to be just starting with them we've we've got our first group I think there's 10 girls in a goalie so you start small but you expand so we're working with them every Tuesday and Thursday night in Renfrew oh
0: wow that's for the amazing rest of the though, summer yeah that you're you're kind of combining and you're helping other leagues right uh with yeah. the same idea.
1: That, that that's certainly our uh, in, intention, and um, we would have liked to have started with, with everybody, but you gotta you, you start small and kind of expand from there. So you know we're pretty proud in in two years um, we worked with about eighty percent probably of the families from the seven different Aces AA teams. Oh wow! Um, okay. You know, and connecting with uh, local prior Packer players and uh then 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 the girls so we're on a thick and upward trajectory
0: yeah that's uh, that's enough uh to get you guys going right and you had to start somewhere so it, yes. and it's like over time you know you guys will get more the more that people are aware of the services that you're providing
1: i i certainly hope so um you know and, and in the valley um certainly it seems that that word of mouth is 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 worth a lot so um you know we we try to offer a good programming with affordable with low ratio um low coach to athlete ratio we try to keep it around eight to one just to ensure what we're teaching is translating into learning and and improvement that's really you know one of our mandates is just to kind of increase that competitive advantage for some of our athletes because as you get into the AAA. Um, levels for boys hockey, and I and I think it's tier two, or sorry, double A for girls, you're competing against folks from the city. Um, and of course, if you're sitting in Stittsville, you know, Orleans, there's four or five different rinks that are five-minute walk from your house, and, and there's development companies running 24-7, you know. So we found that we've got great athletes here, but they're a bit of a disadvantage because they don't have that level of um, additional skill and tactical instruction available to them. So I think we're trying to fill that, that void and there's some other really good uh, companies Petawawa Way, um, that are doing the same for, for local athletes. So I think it's really coming into fruition in that for this year, um, we've had the most number of kids trying out for the Ottawa Valley Titans in the last number of years. And, and we're going to put, I think, a pretty good number of kids on those teams.
0: Oh, wow. But that's great, yeah. though, like what you guys are doing and, you know, giving the opportunity to these kids to kind of get that that extra attention and look at these different skills in a different way. Like you were kind of saying, you know, in this city, there's a lot of those things available. But here I feel even sometimes just the awareness of knowing that that is here and that it is available for your, your children or, you know, athletes that are coming up in hockey that may really benefit from something like this, knowing that it's here, knowing that you can access it.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and as I mentioned, you know, it, it is a business um, <laughs> there's that element to it, but we, you know, the, the, the people that work with us, um, our, our team, are truly invested in, in athlete improvement and and in growth, and it's we're really trying to say we're not just working with the athlete. We're trying to partner with families because I've found, you know, in twenty years of coaching, and then in f- the last four years in high performance hockey, it's truly a, a family journey through whether you're playing, you know, club basketball, club volleyball, uh, boxing, wh- whatever sport you're into. It it kinda takes a, a community and a village to to move elite athletes forward.
0: Yeah, for sure. It's it's very true. Even um my background in boxing, like I, I had like three or four different coaches and they were all for specific tasks, right? Right. Or for like objectives that I was trying to achieve. So I completely understand that, right? You're trying to get Interesting. these athletes. Yeah, these athletes to move forward. You need to have you know, like you just said, a village to, yeah. to to lead them in the right direction and get all those those skills fine tuned so they can continue moving up, right?
1: For for sure, and 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 your points very well taken. You know, like y- y- you call it boxing, but y- y- you kind of backward design it right from from the match and what are the what are the micro skills, the small skills, right, that, that are going to translate into success. So we're kind of doing that with hockey. You know, you got to break it right down and kind of find experts to exactly. build skill in the various areas, you know, so we have a professional skating coach, Stephanie McCullough, who's phenomenal, right? We've got some junior coaches, some guys who are still playing Division One hockey in the States, uh, U Sports in Canada, who are coming out as instructors. So shooting guys, you know, so we're, we're trying to get from the macro to the micro, like your example from boxing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's great. And that was actually, that was actually my, my next question. I was going to ask kind of like those specific skills that you guys offer. So I know you were saying you have a skating coach and then you focus on shooting as well. Are there, what are some of the other stuff, like the programs that you really focus on?
1: Right. Um, so it's like Hockey Canada has um, a skills uh, pyramid and, you know, of, of what you're supposed to kind of focus on at, at each level and, and we pay a lot of attention to that right these are some of the best hockey minds in the world um so we do the puck control stuff the shooting stuff the, the skating and edge work stuff but what we're really trying to really get into as well is that compete stuff right like to in boxing or any sport it's it's you gotta have that that edge right where you're where you're really building that kind of competitive ethic And the the will to win. So we do a lot of battle drills with with little kids, you know, get them on the boards battling for pucks. We do it in a safe environment, but we're really trying to try to, to push the kind of push the needle or move the needle on that compete level. You know, not every kid has it in them, but I find the longer I'm in this, it's a trainable skill, just like shooting, you know, passing or skating. So, that's become a big part of you know our programming is developing that elite compete culture for our athletes here in the valley
0: and a lot of it too is that mental fortitude right
1: absolutely
0: so being able to get past the certain level that you might be at right now and being able to push through that and I, I know a lot of people may think that it's you know, with a physical aspect, but a lot of it is just that mental focus, that competition, that not giving up. Um, You know, there's, there's so much more that comes to high performance, I feel.
1: Oh, I couldn't agree with you. Couldn't agree with you more. And that's where I think we're maybe a little bit different in in what we're doing. um, Because we're really trying to build into that, right? We have a plan to try to build that into our athletes. Um, You know, and I think we're having some some success seeing these kids come out and competing for, you know, high performance uh, spots because, you know, as you mentioned, they're maybe a little more resilient, you know, like for example, we, we ran our first girls session last week and we had Stephanie out with them and girls are falling all over the ice. It, it looks like an absolute mess, Right. But within five minutes, you can just see the girls starting to learn and starting to get their edges. And you know what I mean? It would have been easy for them to quit. And I'm sure from the the parents, they're wondering, what the heck are we doing out there? But we we really try to push the kids out of their car um, to try to improve. And I think, as you're mentioning, too, that's what it takes to move from a competitive athlete to a high-performance athlete, is that ability to, to fall and make mistakes and be okay with that. And, and then want to get back up and improve.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's totally true. And it's from those mistakes or those really hard training sessions that I feel like really builds, um, athletes.
1: Yes. You know, it you know, prepares them. I, I think so. And, you know, again, we we've had some, some kids are with us in their third season, you know, so you, you get to know them and you get to kind of know what makes them tick, you know, what buttons to push, to you know to keep them outside of their comfort zone right because because once you you kind of get to that third or fourth step then we got to get them ready for the fifth step you know so it's kind of towing the line about what's what's uncomfortable but not too uncomfortable to allow them to keep their confidence
0: yeah and and keeping you know? them moving upwards right
1: absolutely uh, absolutely so i think that that's nice in the valley that you that you do truly get to know families You know, again, there's a ton of great programs in the city, but, you know, if there's 20 different kids dropping in every session, um, sometimes you wonder how much of the, you know, the skill instruction uh, translates into skill acquisition.
0: Yes, this is true, because if there's only maybe one coach per 20, you got to look at, you know, who's getting the attention, whereas you were saying you guys have it's eight to one.
1: Yeah, we, we do our best eight to one. I mean, I know our, our Ju- June and Del- July sessions was probably six to one and, and, and five to one. Okay, okay. To be honest with you, you know, so that's something we try to stick by for, for, for sure. And then, as I mentioned, um, you know, to try to keep it competitive and kids just a little bit outside of their comfort zone, you know, we could design a practice and we could uh, paint a Picasso every time, right? everybody looks great. Kids are doing the drills. It's, it's easy. It's simple. It looks great. But again, it's gotta be about, um, improvement.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. You've got to make sure everything is aligned there so that everything keeps moving up.
1: Yeah. And, and, and that's kind of where that's kind of our, our high performance, um, platform, you know, because we know those athletes are committing and, and, and wanting to go there. So for the athletes that, you know, are local, that are maybe just as good hockey players, but just don't have other interests, right? And, and we want all athletes to have other interests, but if, if if the player doesn't have that drive to get to the next level, then we, you know, we design a different type of um, uh, practice for them, right? Yeah. yeah. It's still competitive, but it, it looks different. If you saw our... Local competitive practice plans versus our high performance plans.
0: Okay. Yeah, but it has to be kind of tailored right to those specific groups. So I understand why there's those two. Now, I do do have a question though. Um, Your hockey development programs, are they open to all or do you go based on teams or how do you like, like, how can people participate in the programs?
1: Sure. So a lot of our stuff like I would say probably 80%, 90% of our programming, the well has been advertised as high performance programming. So I do advertise it as players who are trying out for aces teams and Titans teams.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So that's, that's one layer of our programs. And then, Um, We are, again, trying to expand local programming. So that's advertised as local competitive um, hockey. So that, for instance, I'm from Armprior. So we would be having programming coming up for our local Armprior kids.
0: Okay, okay. So that's more kind of general, like, hockey players locally versus the high performance is like specific teams. Yes, yes.
1: So. Double A catchment area, we're we're called District Five. Okay, it and it's massive, so you can go from Mackey to Arnprior out to basically Palmer Rapids. Oh, wow, which is huge! So, those anybody in that catchment area say you're a 2012 date, Well, all those kids would go if they wanted to and try out for the U12 upper ottawa valley aces
0: okay okay.
1: for instance so it's kind of like there's seven local minor hockey associations you know and then some of the stronger athletes um if they're able to come together and form aces teams
0: oh okay okay so that's how that works okay
1: right and then further to that when you get into, well, I mentioned the U-12 age group. I'm actually coaching that team this year for the Ottawa Valley Titans. So these kids were 2012. So let's say the 2013s just finished an aces season. So all of a sudden what happened this year is all of the kids from District 5, again, from Mackey to Armprior to Palmer Rapids, now they compete against the same age group east of us all the way, basically, to almost Canada. So Stittsville, Carp and all those kids compete to form a Triple A team. Okay. So that's kind of where you go from, you know, high performance Double A to kind of elite level Triple A hockey. So it, it's there's about a thousand kids competing for, uh, you know, fifteen roster spots.
0: Wow, that's a lot.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah, per per cohort, right? So it's again, it's um for the kids that geography pl- plays a role up in the valley, right? Like you're in Deep River, it's tough to get your kids to um back with <laughs> in Carlton Place. Yes. It's um, true. and th- and that's a challenge, and and financially, hockey's become a very expensive sport. But um, there's a second pad. You know, gonna be ready relatively soon in Renfrew and there's commitment from organizations, Noel, to try to get more ice there, right? To keep it more central to help district five families.
0: That's good though. I didn't I didn't know that. So they're building a, a second pad in Renfrew.
1: Yes. Yeah, it's um it's it's close to being ready. Oh you wow. know, so it's it'll it'll happen, you know, hopefully sometime in, in the fall or close to that. So that's going to make a big difference for ringette players as well. Right. Girls hockey. Yeah. It's going to be great to have that um, centrally located.
0: Yeah. That's, that's actually, that's great to be able to yes, kind of it is. increase. And now you can have more people come out. It's, it's going to help the community in sport.
1: Yeah. I, I agree with you for, for sure. Because again, it's for families to travel two hours, one way to go to practice I mean, it's just not, it's not feasible. So, you know, on the, on the, you know, the elite side of it or the AA side of it, um, hopefully it'll help grow those, grow those programs. And and like I said, for the ringette and girls hockey as well.
0: For sure. For sure. I would love to see that, you know, uh, just continue growing and being able to offer more for all the athletes in the area, you know?
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. We're excited to see it uh, come to fruition.
0: So now, are you are you leading into this season? So, or you said you had a few programs in the summer, but when when's your busiest season? Is it like I'm assuming fall, winter, or
1: actually, it's for for this level of hockey, for the the high performance stuff, it's really off season, Noel.
0: Oh yeah. so it would be too much playing, and then yeah, right it makes sense.
1: Yes, yeah, so um, it's great though to see the athletes, there seems to be a resurgence of baseball in Renfrew County, which is phenomenal Um, soccer programs. So a lot of the kids that we work with are high level athletes in, in other sports too, which is great to see.
0: That is Um,
1: So there seems to be a bit of, I don't know if you're seeing the same thing, but there seems to be a bit of a movement to go back to multi-sport maybe, Um, you know, because it's, even though we run a hockey development business, uh, we don't believe for a second that committing to 12 months of hockey develops the athlete or the person. So it's great to see them do multiple sports. But June, July, August are our busiest months. We're wide open right now. We're, we're four nights a week in through from 6 p.m. till 9.30. And we're also running um, a, a day camp uh, this week as well. So Oh wow! busy time people are looking to get back on the ice Noel. yeah
0: well we're getting close to the fall where everybody's starting to feel you know we're almost end of august so yeah. leading into all those winter sports soon right
1: absolutely absolutely
0: and i did i did find it interesting something you mentioned you know like having those multi-sports um because you don't realize it but a lot of sports will be like intertwined with you with each other you'll learn something from this but it'll actually help within another sport Um, even body movements and stuff like that it's crazy how similar different things are and even for myself um, when I was coaching back in Oshawa uh, I actually had a a group of female hockey players come for boxing throughout the summer to kind of like keep up their cardio but work in a different way instead of having, you know, like you said, 12 months of hockey, they still wanted them to be active, but in a different way that was still pushing them. So I built a program. Oh, nice. So that was, but it's, it's, it's interesting, though, you know, how you just mentioned that. And I remember going back, this was like, maybe five, six years ago, but interesting how Coaches kind of view, you know, th- that differently. Like some view the multi sport as great; others have other plans as well. So it's just interesting to hear, you know.
1: No, it's and I'll I'll reach out to you sometime, Noel, to talk to you about that program. To be honest with you, because um, we really do value off ice training. It's it's an absolutely essential component of of, of being, you know, a high performance athlete. Um, and the platform from boxing translates so well into kids learning how to move their feet, right? And just that your yeah. your 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 power base to be able to withstand contact it, it, is a is directly translatable to to hockey.
0: Yeah, and it's and that's what I was trying to say. Like it's it's crazy how much you'll see different things translating, even like a a hand-eye coordination
1: yes yep so
0: even just things like that and reacting quickly um knowing how to use your power in in ways knowing um and also i found there was a lot of cardiovascular training um and for me i was always pushed to my max
1: yeah
0: <laughs> just as a high as a high level athlete myself so i know all those things um you know they came together and now i'm able to coach those things but yeah, it's it's interesting how um, yeah I think it's really beneficial to be able to, and also you don't want to tire out the same muscle groups all the time.
1: For for, for sure, uh, they're they're really noticing in hockey now that there's um, a lot of the chronic injuries that players um, have, especially around hips and and just general flexion um, or range of motion is like you said, it's based on overuse injury they're just playing hockey too much and overloading those those muscle groups you know and, and to your other point too about cardio like boxing would be aerobic but there's that anaerobic aspect of it too that really translates well into hockey for our energy systems but it, it it's fun to train in boxing like if we're gonna put make kids run around a track I think I'd rather you know do a little bit of boxing or martial arts. You know just just to keep it interesting for athletes to keep them engaged
0: yes it's true and you get into different like you were saying like even like foot drills yeah you know uh, a lot of people are like oh boxing we just like throw our arms (laughs) (laughs) but there's so much footwork that is is to me i feel so important to know how to move around Um, But again, that hand-eye coordination, not a lot of people can do it. They say that dancers are really good boxers, and it's because they can move their feet very well. (laughs) Right. So,
1: Well, (laughs) you you start like anything, I guess, right? Anything you want to build it from the ground up. Um, So, yeah, I've been a physical educator for for a number of years, too, and coached a lot of different sports. And the the, the footwork is really where you got to start, I think, in, in any sport. You know, but it again, it takes a specialized coach um, to be able to really grow that and and develop that. You know, as far as um, kind of an athlete's physical literacy profile, footwork is so key.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's learning how to do that. And every athlete will learn differently. Right. So it's being able to approach. And I'm sure you know this from experience is. You know, everybody learns differently. So it's finding ways to make sure everybody's grasping um, what you're teaching.
1: Yes, for, for, for sure. I've noticed that in the education world, too, is um, you got to work a little harder to engage um, students. But to be honest with you, that's the way it should be, right? Um, you got to offer a good program. And certainly that's one area in our five-year plan that we're really trying to expand that physical literacy training um, off ice. So we have a partnership with Kenwood Athletic Center in Armpryor, okay, um, where we're looking to get athletes in to do some athletic development work after school this coming season.
0: That's great.
1: Yeah, we're we're excited about that. You know, there's a turf room there, so we can set up stations, throw tires around. You know, just just work on that hand hand eye stuff you talked about. Fast feet, so yeah, yeah, we're excited to uh, develop that platform.
0: Yeah, and that's it's super super beneficial when you're adding those because that will be you know tailored to everything. You know, like, and I feel like it isn't until you go into say a gym or you're working with um, a strength and conditioning coach that you notice that oh there's some weaknesses here and there's some imbalances here but sometimes you don't know that if you're always just on the ice and doing you know all the same routines over and over but being able to kind of pick and pull specific parts about even mobility wise
1: i mean you you're bang on there so if if we're looking at a at a a hockey player and we're looking at them and we're wondering you know how to build into their um, speed or agility um, some, yeah, to your point, sometimes it's just not about form. Like our coach could, you know, she's a great coach and she's got them using their edges. Everything's looking good. But as you mentioned, there's maybe some sort of um, a muscle imbalance, right? A functional movement problem. So to be able to kind of diagnose that as part of skating instruction and then creating a off ice program that can help uh, rectify the problem, you're, you're just growing a stronger stronger athlete. So it's it's a multi-dimensional approach. Um, especially with your athlete, your elite athletes.
0: Yeah, and I and I personally feel like that that helps all athletes become more successful, right? Especially when they're more aware of their body as well. Cause as they're going through all the training and, you know, they're learning a lot about how their body works and yes. you know, creating more awareness of how and where they need to build more, right? And I feel like that only helps them in the future.
1: Uh, agreed. Agreed and um you just even start to see now when I'm looking out the windows from ADHS, it's awesome to see kids playing on play structures again or even their they're being play structures Noel. Yeah. Right? And kid, kids being able to just play, fall, get up, you know, like that's probably the most valuable and easily accessible form of liter- um, physical development, isn't it? You know, it doesn't cost anything.
0: Yeah, no, it's true. It's true.
1: Yeah, you know, so for us too, if we can pull this program off, there's a wonderful uh, elite basketball program in our prior Valley pride, you know, it's going to benefit those athletes. I know club volleyball is really expanding in the area. Ringette's always already huge figure skating. Soccer, you know, so hopefully it helps um everybody. We'd like to capture athletes around age, you know, seven, eight,
0: nine. Oh, well that that would be great, you know, for all just sport organizations in the area. Um, and I I am wondering too. I know you talked a little bit about it, kind of like your plans for the future. Are there anything else that you're looking to maybe uh move forward with in the future, or looking to expand?
1: Sure, I, I think just we've got a f- pretty good handle like we're pretty happy uh, on on where we are with our relationships with the high performance athletes like it's really growing maybe even quicker than than we thought um so I think it's really trying to support local competitive hockey organizations so you know we're trying to expand offerings during the season Noel now okay um in our prior, um, and in Renfrew, um there's certainly, I think there's a lot more availability for the type of training we're offering for competitive athletes up the way, like Pembroke, Petawawa,, um but there was certainly a gap down our way in in the southern end of the valley. Okay, okay, you know, so we feel that 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 ends well served. We're going to try to focus on the southern end, but I will say that up the highway, uh, 60 corridor, um, Douglas, Eganville, Barry's Bay. Um, that's an area where maybe we'd like to try to uh, work with athletes, you know, as well.
0: Oh Wow. Well, that would be amazing for that area as well. Right. And, and like you said um, earlier, kind of, you know, just one step at a time, you're just, you know, at, le- at least there's a program right now that's offered, like you started it in 2021, you said, so it's just, you yes. know, with time, you know, things will develop with further awareness and everything, hopefully, you know, I hope for you the best so that, you know, you service more, more athletes in the area. Uh, But that would be amazing.
1: No, and we certainly appreciate that. I'm, uh, I'm three years away to retirement, right? So you try not to get too ahead of yourself, (laughs) right? But uh, we want to try to build, build slow, build right, um, the right relationships, you know, not only with the athletes and their families, but just people like yourself who are a proponent of sport, but community organizations, getting to know rector, excuse me, <clears throat> rec directors, rink staff, other high performance coaches, you know, anybody who supports athletes. Um the more we can connect, um, the better the athletes are served. And and what you're doing here certainly is a huge step, you know, towards, you know, kind of solidifying that.
0: Yeah, and just connecting everybody, right? and i feel like for me that's all i truly want to do is get everybody connected get everybody aware of all the stuff that's happening here so that you know we're able to move forward
1: for for, for sure you know so if it's just about participation right like that's kind of again your 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 local competitive stuff to kids that have a a goal and the means um to move on and try to play at the highest level of competition in their sport. So I'm, there's a lot of great people in, in in our district, in our county that are, you know, highly invested in that. And there's a lot of good stuff going on in, in communities.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, all I'm trying to do is share all of it. <laughs> And get everybody aware.
1: <laughs> There's lots of good stuff to share for sure.
0: Uh, well, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I, I just wanted uh, like last but not least kind of thing. Um, I would love to know your personal story and kind of what fueled your passion in hockey.
1: Yeah, so I, I played my whole life. Um, so even though I run a hockey development business, I wouldn't call myself the most skilled player. Um the guys I've played with or against who maybe listen to this podcast, probably giggling right now, uh, Noel, but <laughs> that's why I hire uh, these division one guys and youth sports and OHL players to uh, do the, the technical instruction for me. Um, I'm the battle guy. I'm the motivating guy. I'm the culture guy. Right. So I think we have a well-rounded team, but l- love the game. Um, kind of got away from it through university probably Noel well, and in my first number of years of teaching, but I had uh, a grade 10 student uh, come up and he's now, um, you know, high up in the recreation department in, in, in Renfrew and asked if I'd coach um, their varsity boys hockey team. And that's back in 2002. So I'd never coached hockey and you know I was a little bit later in life I was what 31 32 I guess but um I got the bug right away because our team that team that group of boys went to uh, the all ontarios 3 years in a row um,
0: Oh wow we got
1: to, we went That's to That's incredible. Yeah well it, it was it was quite a run right we went to Peterborough then we went to London then we went to Windsor and and probably our best team we had the, that team would have probably made it 4 years in a row we lost in uh, in a tough shootout. But anyway, that, that absolutely fueled my passion for coaching hockey, Um, you know, and I've had the bug since then. So I coached varsity. My son grew up playing minor hockey in Renfrew. So I coached kind of at every level Noel from novice B to helping out with uh, helping out with the aces to Coaching uh, AAA U18, I coached in Renfrew and then Carlton Place. And this, I coached last year, U14 for the Titans. We had a pretty, uh, I don't know, a tournament of a lifetime for me. Um, We got to play in Renfrew Noel for the winter games. So the place where I grew up kind of um, coaching, we got to compete against some of the best teams in the province and won a silver medal last year. And then wow, I was lucky. Was yeah. Back in, it, it was something else to see, you know, um, a lot of former players and students were there and families I knew that was just an experience of a lifetime for me for coaching. And then uh, I was lucky enough to pick up the U 12 Titans team this year. So we're just kind of coming to the, uh, to the end of tryouts.
0: Oh, well, you that's know? so exciting. I'm so excited for you. Like kind of going into this season um, and it's incredible that you got to do that in Renfrew, you know? Yeah. Like, it, like all of the history there. It's, it's
1: incredible. It, it was something else. And I will say, I wanted to mention this earlier, but the older the kids get, you know, um, sometimes I think we forget the coach that had them at four years old, or the mom and the dad, or the grandpa that takes them to the rink, or the volunteers in the local minor hockey programs you know the skating coaches that donate their time and i know i'm missing people but i really feel strongly that anytime a kid makes a you know an ohl team or they get a scholarship that we sometimes thank the development business or their last team they've played for but it's but it's all about those people like we talked about that village you know yeah if you go back there's lots of people that that helped that and and I do want to try to just put a shout out for all those local volunteers to help kids move forward at at any level they want because the valley is an incredible community of of giving people
0: oh well that's that's so nice and I love you know and it is true because all those stepping stones you know lead to somewhere but you needed all of those steps to get there not just like you know the last team it was Leading up, like you said, all the volunteers, all the people that have helped out, you know, and if it wasn't for all those people, like you said, Village, um, you know, how would it have happened? So, yeah,
1: a and, lot and, and that's fun. where, sorry to interrupt, but I think that's really where our advantage is, you know. So, in AAA hockey, the Valley goes right up against Stittsville and Carp, but I think that's our that's our hidden advantage is we have this mass of people that want to drive hockey forward you know so we want to harness that and it's not all about elite hockey but that is one of our mandates and and we want more valley kids playing on those high level teams you know to have a a higher level experience but also have more opportunity for scholarships and and you know other chances down the road
0: oh well I I love that you're doing this in the community and that you're giving all these athletes an opportunity to you know build on their skills it's incredible what you're doing and I'm so happy to hear you know of the experiences you have last year with the Ontario Winter Games that's awesome
1: it was Um, yeah (laughs)
0: but it was it was a pleasure to speak with you and learn more about the Renfrew County Kings hockey development and yourself of course Uh, um but I really appreciate you coming on uh the podcast today
1: well thank thanks for having us Noel and um I'm definitely going to be contacting you about your boxing platform and to see maybe if we can incorporate that into some, some training for us. Okay.
0: Yeah, for sure. You can, for sure, uh, send me an email. We can, we can discuss that. Uh, and then for the last thing, just for anybody that's listening and perhaps wanting more information, where can they find more information? Like on Facebook? Do you have a website?
1: Yeah. I'm getting out of the dark ages here, Noel. um in my defense I I I grew up playing pong so I'm getting I'm a little late to the social media stuff but I have learned how to build a website we are on Facebook we're on Instagram so um I'm always told I have to do better but it's a start so we're under Renfrew County Kings and you'll be able to find us
0: perfect perfect well thank you so much Scott I really appreciate it Um, I hope you have a great day
1: yeah you too Noel thanks again